Trips that you plan for the next whole week. Been so long for a nigga so cheap and your flex so deep, your sex so deep. You got it, girl, you got it. Hey y'all, it's your girl Sandy the George, aka Sandy for short, and thank you for tuning into another episode of the Skinsley Club Podcast. And I know for those of you who were on the lookout for this podcast, y'all are probably like, girl, you ghosted after that first little mini episode. And yes, I really did kind of ghost. My life had been a little chaotic. I had been preparing to move out of my apartment in Mississippi and getting ready to move to Tennessee for an internship. So that's mainly what I've been going through. I relocated. I'm settled for now until I have to move back to Mississippi for my second internship. But after all this foolishness, your girl is finally graduating in December. So round of applause, round of applause. I can finally see that at the end of the tunnel and I'm happy about it. But y'all, this song, this song is my shit right now. Like, I don't know. I love Drake. I like Chris Brown. And Drake's vocals are just all over this song, so I'm happy about it. But um, this song, the title of the song alone just sums up my entire dating life. And as y'all can tell by the title, we're going to be talking about dating in this episode. So I've been single for (laughs) roughly six months now. Um, The last relationship I was in was pretty tumultuous. And, you know, I had a lot of soul searching and self-getting togetherness that I had to go through and um you know I'm in a different headspace now so recently I've started back casually dating and y'all dating in our our 20s is just it's difficult like kudos to all those couples who've been together since high school and who are making it work and who still have that bond with each other because y'all had I known that dating would be this doggone difficult, I would have stayed with the nigga I was with in high school for, like, good. Like, I would have made sure that nigga was stuck to my hip like glue. And it just blows my mind at how many different people there are and how we all kind of are the same age, but everybody's mindset is variably different. But from what I've observed, there are three main components of dating, and that's meeting people actually connecting and fucking (laughs) so um with my experience I don't really have trouble meeting people I don't really have trouble connecting with people and I don't really have any issues fucking but putting that all together it just don't work out in the long run it just does not work out for me and I try to be really laid back but in a sense I feel like I'm too laid back so it is what it is But y'all, I have to tell y'all about a recent dating venture that I have experienced. And y'all, it makes me just annoyed. Like, oh gosh. Okay, so backtrack. This happened within the past six months. This is within the January to now June, almost July range. So I met 
this young man on Tinder. You know, I've been tendering, doing a little bit of tendering, swiping. I met this young man on Tinder. We had been conversing. Um, you know, everything was going cool conversationally. We decided to go out on a date. He asked me on said date. The day of the date, he told me he was going to be a little bit late because he was getting off of work late. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Because we originally agreed to meet at nine. So he was like, you know, pushing it back a little past nine. Um, nine o'clock comes around and I don't leave my house until like 9.15. I get to the restaurant because the dude said he was like going to leave his house in 10 minutes. So I'm like, okay, cool. I get to the restaurant. Dude still is there. Five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes pass. I'm like, is dude not going to show up? Like, what's good? So dude finally shows up after about 35 minutes of me waiting. Yes, you heard right. 35 minutes. And the only reason why, I'm going to tell y'all, the only reason why I stayed was because I was hungry. I didn't eat anything beforehand because I really planned on eating. Like, I had my money because I was, in my mind, probably going to pay for myself. And we're going to talk about that later on in our stripped-down segment. Don't, don't you worry. Don't you worry. But I was hungry, and I think that was what had me irritated so when he finally got there, he was all happy and smiling. He looked good, smelled good. I didn't care about none of that. I was just irritated that he was late and I was starving. At this point, it's almost 10 o'clock and I ain't ate since 1 o'clock that day. And, um, you know, the date was cool. So we agreed to meet up again after the fact. And the day we were supposed to meet up, y'all, he picked the day that he wanted to meet up with me post-date. And I was like, okay, cool. Tell me why a dude claims he forgot we were supposed to hang out again. And after that, I just was like, nah, like, first you were late to the first date. And now you forget that we're supposed to hang out. Like, I just have things about me that make me not want to deal with people. Like, if you can't be considerate of my time, the fact that I'm rearranging my schedule when I could be doing other things to hang out with you, I don't like that. And then you were late, so you double not being considerate of my time. So, that's that on that (laughs) but um recently within my dating experience I have become more sexually aware of myself um things that I like things that I don't like things that particularly pique my interest kinks that I may be interested in and I really think I want to do a separate episode on sex and kinks in itself because honey love it But yes, like dating is just one of those things that's like either hit or miss, like I said. And I just don't understand why people can be that way when it comes to dating. But in a sense, I after every date or every situation that goes awry, I like to sit back and reflect on what happened, what I did, what he did, things that he did that I didn't like, things that he did that I did like. And things that I could have done differently. So that's always the takeaway from anything when I'm dating people. So um, I kind of wanted to make this more of an informative thing based on my experiences. I will be turning 25 next year. So I feel like I'm in that realm to give advice, especially since people who are technically in my age group are college students. So college is one of those things where dating is a big, you know, kind of a big thing. 
Some people really don't date that much in college. Some people date after college. Some people have had a lot of experience dating before college. But oh, I compiled a list of things or reasons, so to speak, as to why some people may find it hard to date. So my top three things that I came up with are one, social roadblocks, two, changing your scenery, and three, you might still be hung up on a past lover or an ex. So when it comes to social roadblocks, I have a few friends who are not as outgoing or much of a social butterfly as I am. So I can kind of see things from their perspective because I know one of my friends, his dating life is, you know, he doesn't date a lot, but I've noticed that because he's one of those people that like he'll go out occasionally, but people kind of exhaust him. So um, socially, I try to tell people there are things we can all do to kind of make ourselves more comfortable in certain environments. But um This is something that I would advise people to look at their hobbies, look at their interests and go to places that nurture things like that. Like if you're into comics, anime, go to places that have things like that. If you're into crafts, there are plenty of things that you can look up free events in your city to where you could be like, oh, okay, well, this is a festival or a gathering of this type of hobby. I'm pretty sure there's going to be at least X amount of people there. You can interact and open your horizons to new people. And you can meet somebody who's interested in the same things that you are. So it's always a good start to put yourself in a place where you have commonalities with those people in the place. So number two, changing your scenery. That kind of goes hand in hand with the first thing that I talked about. So I noticed that when I'm home, I tend to go to the same restaurants, the same bars, and it becomes a habitual thing. So after a while, when you go to the same places, it's the same places with the same old faces. I mean, granted, there are people who are trying that place out for the first time, but that's pretty slim pickings, especially at a certain time of the day. Um, So... I try to encourage people to, you know, listen at what people are talking about. Listen to different places that might be in your area. Try to interact with people who are around you or people that you don't usually talk to and ask them, hey, like, what's the move? Like, I always ask people what's the move. When I'm in a new city, I ask what's the move. And it's like my cousin here. When I came to Tennessee, she was like, you only been here like a month and you've already done way more things that I've done. I've lived here all my life. And it's kind of just one of those things where I'm very explorative. So I do like to explore and see what all is going on around me. So um, the third thing that I came up with to discuss is the big thing that was one of my things that I've dealt with and I still deal with it from time to time. So the third thing is that you might still be hung up on a past lover or even an ex. So y'all, 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 I get so hung up on certain people that I form these somewhat close or even deep attachments to and it can really get in the way of a lot of stuff when you date especially if you're trying to open up to new people and my biggest problem when trying to open up to new people and I'm still hung up on somebody is I always compare 
the new person to the old person that I'm stuck on. And that is not healthy, y'all. That is not. You can't be doing that. You got to move on. The past is the past. <laughs> so, um, it was this guy that I had met. Oh, what year of college was that? Because I'm still in college, but I'm old. I feel like I'm going to say that was my junior year. I believe that was last year. So this guy, you know, I met him. Well, I didn't meet him. He like slid in my DMs or whatever. But you know, you know how to go. You know how to go. He slid in my DMs. And at first, I didn't give him the time of day the first time he slid in my DMs. Because I think the first time he slid in my DMs was in 2016 when I first transferred to the university that I'm attending now. But we have started talking again after a while and y'all I really like that dude like we didn't really get too intimately involved but I really liked him you know it wasn't just a oh I'm gonna pull up at your house at two o'clock in the morning and zip around four type of thing like we would actually talk like I could call at one point I could call him and he would answer the phone and we would just converse for the like you know at least an hour two hours it would get to the point where it was a lengthy conversation he told me his fears his goals things like that so I you know got a little emotionally invested and you not even gonna lie the the pipe was nice it really was it was <laughs> but I started comparing him to other individuals that I potentially was seeing or potentially entertaining and I really had to get that out of my mind because that's not how you're supposed to go when you date. When you're dating, you're supposed to be more open. You're supposed to be more receptive. So those are things that I myself have tried to work on. So y'all got to keep an open mind, an open spirit, but not too open because you don't look proximity is everything to me. So you can't just let any and everybody have access to you. If you start noticing red flags, please, by all means, dismiss it, cut it off, block, whatever you got to do. Your time is important. Your space is important. You can't just be letting anybody all up in your space. So I always tell people, same thing, be stingy with your proximity. But yes, those are three three reasons why you may find it hard to date. One, social roadblocks to a change in scenery or three you might still be hung up on somebody all right so now we're gonna move into our second and last segment of this podcast this segment is what i'm going to call the strip down so basically the idea behind this segment is we're gonna take a word a phrase or a concept And I'm going to talk about the meaning I originally thought that it meant. And then we're going to reveal the true meaning of it. So today's phrase that we're going to include in the strip down is going Dutch. And I remember hearing this term when I was little. And I I honestly thought it had something to do with food. It kind of does have something to do with food, but not in the way that I thought. So the general description of going Dutch is... Each person participating in a paid activity covers their own expenses. And I've seen a lot of back and forth about this on Twitter, social media, Instagram, whatever social media platform it is. People always have an opinion about this, especially when it comes to those early dates, first, second, third date. You're getting to know somebody you're really concerned about. Oh, 
should I spend money on this person? Like, that's been the biggest thing that I've been seeing so far. So in my experience, I have no problem, especially for a first date, I have no problems covering my drink, covering my food, you know, whatever it is that we're doing, I have no problems paying for it. Most of the time dudes end up paying for me, which is also great too, but I have no problems with paying for my part, especially if we're on a date and it's an early date. Now, you know, later on in the relationship, I don't mind having a man and when I have a man spending money on him like oh babe i'm taking us out tonight like we'll go out and i'll cover everything you know that's me that's just something i do but um i would say pros of going dutch if a woman honestly is willing to go dutch the first couple of dates to me it seems like courtesy you know courteous that oh like yeah we're not you know anything serious so i'm gonna pay for my food you pay for yours whatever the case may be um, another pro that I feel is a pro is it shows people's intentions, especially for men, because there are a lot of women out there who really just want a free meal and will sit up and listen to somebody talk about something they're not even interested in just for a free meal. I personally don't have time for that at this age anymore. Like, I'm not even old, but I just feel like that's childish. And no, I'm not doing that. So... Another a con that I would say, I'm going to do two pros and two cons. One con of going Dutch, in my opinion, is I just don't. I think that it really kind of highlights people's, like guys, especially like guys, to see your worth. Like, I know a lot of men's perspective on dating is like they don't care about wasting money. They just care about wasting their time. So it's like it kind of just highlights that he doesn't feel like you're worth it to me in a sense. I could see it that way. And another con of going Dutch. I feel like sometimes when dudes be so hell bent on showing you like that they don't want to pay for your stuff, it shows how cheap people can be like. I mean, granted, we're all in our different places in life, different places in our career, but I don't want to look cheap on the first date. Like, (laughs) I don't want to look like no cheap girl. So that's my take on that. And if anybody follows this platform on social media, like on our Instagram page, we're going to definitely have a comment segment. So please do leave comments on how you feel about going Dutch. So I just feel like going Dutch is always a safe bet, though. I'm more on the positive side of going Dutch I do not mind going Dutch I actually prefer going Dutch because me like I said it shows intentions like me paying for my stuff shows that I really don't want your money I don't want you to you know take care of me right now like I'm good on all that so today going Dutch hope you learned something and (laughs) yes so in closing today's topic has been about dating But I have a few, two things, two words of advice to say about the whole topic of dating. Please, 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 if you go in with certain standards, please try your hardest to maintain those standards. You have standards for a reason. Most people, when they set standards for themselves, there are things that they want from a a relationship. There are things that they want for themselves. There are things that they want together in a relationship. So I always try to tell people 
be steadfast with your standards. And I've personally had to reflect on my standards and be like, dang, am I asking for too much? Because sometimes I feel like I am asking for a lot in certain situations. But be steadfast with your reasonable standards. And two, be safe. We are all adults, but for the most part, when you're in college, you're pretty much an adult. You're a young adult. We are all adults. There are diseases out there as well as people who prey on your spirit, as well as emotional distress. So please, 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 like I tell y'all, be stingy with your proximity. Make sure you are careful if you are engaging in adult activities. I know most states, um, like in Mississippi, there are services that will send you condoms, at least 20 condoms for free. You can look at your home state, wherever you are, to see if there's anything like that available for you. But condoms are always cheaper than children, especially with these new abortion laws going on. And diseases are nothing to play with, y'all. There are thousands of people, millions of people out here who have something and don't look like they have anything. So please take care of yourself, take care of your spirit, and be mindful of other people and their emotions as well. When you date, you should always have emotional consideration to an extent. I feel like you should be cautious and careful with other people's emotions, just as you would have them to be with yours. So with that being said, I hope that this episode was informative. I hope that this episode was something that you enjoy listening to and again thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the scantily clad podcast i will see y'all next time bye